0: (laughs) welcome hi to another episode of if these ovaries could talk i'm robin i'm jamie and we're your hosts we are and um (laughs) it's a very special episode sure is with some very special guests guess who it is it's jamie and
1: robin yay you guys are so lucky cue music robin
0: oh my god did we use that joke already yeah we did (laughs) oh my god we're so
1: lucky to have More us. I don't know if you guys think that, but we really wanted to Oh my god, nobody thinks that. I don't (laughs) think that. I'm so sick of myself. It's it's nobody thinks that. I don't even like to look in the mirror right now. That's not true. I do love myself. But anyway. Oh my I have to I have to cover (laughs) all bases. (laughs) You're even apologizing to yourself. I do. I can't like it's amazing. I don't want people to be like, you need to love yourself before anybody could love you. Like I I know. But anyway. (laughs) But today, (laughs) all bets are off. Listen,
0: like some days you love yourself, some days you're like, shut up.
1: Well, so we thought that you guys might want us to answer some questions that you had for us or for. Yeah, we've um, been getting a lot of listener questions. Yeah. And so we thought that you take do advantage this. of answering let's, them.
0: Let's answer these. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should just dive right in mm-hmm. with our first question. Let's do it. <clears throat> I will read this one, shall I? Mm-hmm. Um, this question comes from Mirabai Knight from uh, the New York City area. And she says, I want to hear your thoughts about raising kids in New York City. Favorite, least favorite, did you ever think of moving, what made you stay, et cetera, Mm. exclamation point.
1: (laughs) I will say that raising kids in Manhattan, I'm in Manhattan, I do think is challenging. I have not had the experience of raising children outside of the city. Um, So I can't say for sure, but I do know that... um, the schlepping, <laughs> the schlepping, the schlepping through the snow—you know,
0: just it's just getting
1: your groceries for God's sake is groceries a challenge. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, there
0: are moments, and it's usually when I'm holding 14 bags of groceries and my fingers are just like turning yeah. like purple uh-huh. that I'm like, "Am I doing this the hardest possible way?" Yeah,
1: I have that thought a lot, especially in the winter. Like, I could just be going into my garage and getting in my car. Oh my god, we could just pull in and like <laughs> open the trunk. So not fair. It's not and put the baby in and put the baby in. By the way, by the way. A garage. There's a driveway. Come on. Like kids go outside. Kids just go out in the backyard. Are we moving? Take them out. Are we now moving? I think about moving all the time. (laughs) Okay, so let me tell
0: you when I think about moving. Every summer Ugh. After we go like upstate or we go to some friend's yeah. house who has like that big mm. house, so like as my, Henry always goes, Do they have upstairs downstairs? Because he's like <laughs> obsessed with houses that have upstairs downstairs because mm-hmm. we're in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, although my dream is a, a Brookham Brownstone, me and, too. Oh, god, could you imagine? I want to
1: next door and we'll split, open the yard. That'd be great. It would just be the if these ovaries could talk commune, <laughs> we'd just paint the house pink, <laughs> compound commune. <laughs> Both. That sounds weird.
0: <laughs> You'd be so sick of me. But I would get so much shit done for those brownstones. Oh, my God.
1: It would be great. Yeah, it
0: would be great. No, But, yeah. okay, wait. So... Yes, Like, I do think about it. Mm. Anyway, back to my, my point. Every summer, when we go to somebody's big house with the upstairs, downstairs, um, I come back, and I get online, mm-hmm. and I start looking at Maplewood, New Jersey, because that is- Maplewood, huh? Yeah. That's the journey. Like, everyone goes from Brooklyn to Maplewood, because it's it was, like uh, this diverse community, mm. and it's like, and everyone always touts the, it's 35 minutes on the train. Uh. So, there, it's a direct. That, it's a, you there's know, Can I express. tell you guys,
1: you guys love- they la- well, what they do- because no- I come out there and it does not take me well, thirty five minutes because it's minutes.
0: not door to door. The train, if you mm-hmm. get the express, but then you're on the five fifty two. Yeah. So, so I start looking at homes because I'm like, okay, we could sell our apartment um, and we can buy this house. Maybe I'll get a pool. <laughs> and but then I start to think about like, oh my god, like
1: who mows that lawn? Yeah.
0: Like and and when the boiler breaks, w- once I figure out what that boiler is, like who handles that?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Ann and well, I, always I need a say- super. Yeah, I, I love my super. I love my, my super. My super does everything. No, but um, what Ann and I always say is, yes, we are just jonesing for a backyard, like nobody's oh, outdoor business. Outdoor Because we have a dog, too. Um, <clears throat> a backyard and actually like more than 800 square feet of space to live in. <laughs> I don't that even would understand be how with, you live in your apartment. With, I don't either. There's way too many bodies in there. <laughs> um, but speaking of supers, my super raised three daughters in the exact same apartment below us. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know people do it in People the do it. And he just said to me in the elevator the other day, I don't know how we did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how you did it either. But anyway, so back to my point. Anne and I talk about it all the time because mm. we want a backyard. And then we say, but does the novelty wear off? We, we, yeah. ask, we actually the ask people the who have and homes and backyards, do you use it? <laughs> do you really use it? Do you it? go out there? How long have you been there? And are you still using it? Because I feel like... And I hope it's not true. I feel like we'll have it. We'll use it the first summer. We'll be oh, I wild know, about I, it. I know I would use and it. And then the novelty wears off. And then the kids don't want to go outside. And then you're still stuck in the living space, which is 800 square feet. So well, no, because you're going to have a house, right? So it's going to be bigger. And a basement, a finished basement sounds basement. so. We oh don't have God. those. In I San want a Francisco. screening room.
0: There's so many things I want, but no. You know, it's like once I once I've looked at the houses in Maplewood, and then I get this is how crazy I am. I open up the train schedule and then I look at, and then I do the Google maps to yep. see how long it takes me to get from this house that I haven't purchased that <laughs> yeah. I just saw a listing of uh-huh. to the train. And then I do the subway time and then I'm like, okay, so in, that's an extra two hours a day. Yep. I'm not with my kids, yep. you know, and I can't just pop on the subway, you know, yeah. if I had a dinner or come in for an audition.
1: Mm-hmm. I, did, know-
0: I did have a dream though that we bought a house in Maplewood wow. last week. I had that dream. I mean, it's
1: always, I think it's always in the back of our heads. Yeah. Ann and
0: I. Real um, estate is when you're a New Yorker, you're always thinking about real estate. Well,
1: Ann's parents live way out in Queens, um, Queens Village, which is almost Long Island. So it's way out there. Um, And we go there every weekend, or almost every weekend. And what we do, well, before we had the two kids, because now it's hard to leave two kids with grandma. Uh, what we would do is we would leave Rose with grandma and we'd go look at open houses in this little neighborhood oh. close by that has like a little strip that we always say, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could live here. But I'm pretty sure people don't like gay people there. So I don't think that's going to happen. You got to find the gays. You got to find your gay community. Yeah, but we do that religiously. We go to open houses in this town. It's well, what we do.
0: And the all right. So the thing is, is like I would say ultimately to answer, actually answer her question.
1: Feel like we, we just have, riff. We, we just, just go. We ramble. Also, I just want to also say the real estate agents hate us now in this town. <laughs> they to, like, see us walk to through the, the door. door. They don't even say hi. Because they, they know we're not buying. You're fake.
0: <laughs> well, so to a- actually answer Mirabai's question is, you know, I grew up in upstate New York where, you know, I could just ride my bike, drop it in the yard. And I think about that sometimes, but I think, you know what, we'll just vacation there, you know? Mm -hmm. And like my kids, you know, we have access to every museum to like, you know, um, you know, my summer's, my my daughter's doing a a Broadway summer camp this summer. Which (laughs) one? How fun. Two, two weeks of, of like, you know, she's, they're going to take her to a Broadway show. It's like, we got, you know, like there's so much here. It's just more expensive. Yeah. But when I get a little older, I want to have a house here and then somewhere else when I get super wealthy. Yeah. At this point, that's going to happen any minute, by the way. We
1: dream about moving all the time, but we can't decide where that should be. We cannot decide where we want to live. Grass so, is always green. Yeah, and so until we are like 100% certain that we want a different lifestyle and we know exactly where that lifestyle is, we're, just staying, keep sitting we're, put. we're staying where we are. You and your super, just and stay ha- put. We have everything at our fingertips, mm-hmm. and I love that. The only thing that's hard is schlepping two kids to the longest fresh walk drink. to school and then it's back. It's like four blocks. What are you talking no, about? No, it's so long. Oh my God, you stop it. It is a long. <laughs> four it's blocks. as long as it could possibly get without being able to take a subway or a bus. It's long. <laughs> Come on, guys. But when they're little, it's. I can it's tell a, you, ex- it's, it's long. And yeah. I got the baby and I got the four year old. All
0: right, fair enough.
1: And, and, you know, if you live in the suburbs, you don't do that. But you have a screaming baby in the back of the car the whole time you're stuck in the car. So it's there's true. that. You can't so. leave that
0: baby. You got to take it out of the car. It's mm-hmm. lots.
1: All right, moving on to the next question. Cars.
0: Babies are always screaming. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See some of our previous episodes regarding that. Um, okay. Question number two, this is from Kim Burrows in Texas. Have your kids experienced, wait, have your kids experienced peers or parents who do not accept them because of their non-traditional family? How do you prepare them for that possibility in the future? Mm. I mean, we're in a hippy dippy, uh, liberal school, so I, I don't believe that's come up for us yet. Um, and, and by the way, if the parents were ignoring us, I don't know that I would know. I would just think they weren't available. Right. Also, we don't reach
1: out to a lot of people. <laughs> I feel so. it's been my experience that I, f- I just think that if people don't ex- don't agree with our lifestyle, they're not telling us. They're That's just, what I think. They're just yeah. staying away from us because I don't notice it. I don't see it. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, you're, your oldest isn't really old enough yet for like the play dates or any of that no. yet. Well, we had one moment. Oh, um, you did? I had one moment. Uh, We were walking to school, and we ran into one of uh, Rose's schoolmates. And the schoolmate was, you know, they were they're four, so they actually this one is five. They're all five, anyway. She's four. Uh, You know, they tease, (laughs) they play, and uh, the schoolmate was teasing and playing with Rose. Rose, do you have a daddy or do you have mommies? Rose, do you have a dad? And she kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And I could see that my daughter was feeling insecure about it. I could yeah. see her little face and she didn't answer her and she didn't know how to answer her. Even though we Did talk you get about down it at kids face and go, "Hey, I I, I had a yeah. strong reaction inside, on the inside." Yeah. And she, the ch- she's a five. Was the she mom there? Was the was the mom the, there? The nanny was there and the nanny finally said, "Stop. You know what she, what Rose has. Stop." You know, which then made me even more upset because now I know that you're talking about our family, our family at yeah. home, which I of course that's going to happen, sure. and of course we're going to be the family that 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 our, her schoolmates' families are using to teach their kids about these other lifestyles. But I didn't realize that it was going to be me until that moment. But for them, they don't know that it's a lifestyle; it's just
0: a different thing,
1: right? But i i had the, yes, I had yes. the, the thought in my head: I don't want to be the teach, teaching family. I don't want right. to be that family that they talk about at home that this is the different family. I got I got upset. Yeah. Um. And I saw that my my daughter was yeah. She had feelings over it, and it broke my heart for oh. a second. It broke – and and then we went home, and we talked about it. and yeah. And she's, you know, I don't have a dad. I have two moms, you yeah. know. I so, mean, the
0: most that we've had is just like – I remember picking Maxine up once, and she was like – and this little kid ran over and said, does Maxine have two moms? <laughs> and I said, yeah, yes, she does. And Maxine goes, I told you. And it was like hilarious. <laughs> so that's
1: like the most we've had. It like, hasn't yeah. turned into a negative thing yet, but, you know, I'm sure – It'll come at yeah. some and point. And I'm not saying what happened to me was negative. I just, for yeah. the first time, felt those emotions. Like, yeah. oh, God, this might be coming.
0: Oh, no, it's definitely coming. It's co- I mean, my middle daughter, school's coming. It's all coming. my daughter
1: is going to have to process the, through these emotions, yeah. and I need to give her the tools to process well, them. Well, that's, and that's
0: it, the tools. I'm glad you said that. To me, the only thing in terms of uh, the listener's question is to answer, really, is um, like... I'm teaching it in a much more general way, not just about this issue, but, like, who do you want to surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. And, like, is that a friend that you want, that's someone that would treat you badly because of something in your family, or is that a friend that you don't want to be with? Right. And, like, you, about standing up for yourself, being a strong mm-hmm. kid. And I think that's a, a lesson just for, you know, all of middle school and high school yeah. in life,
1: really. Yeah, and it starts – it's starting in pre-K. It starts early, yeah. Um, and you just – just comes home with another story every day that I have to think, how am I going to navigate through this one oh, to yeah. help her – We've got the third grade girls yeah. right now
0: going on, and it's just constantly be like, I'm like, why don't you just, I don't know, not play with her? It's mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't even know. You just, I don't I, think that's any, what
1: I, yeah, I, I have to tell Rose even she's four. Mm-hmm. You sh- so next time, next time he does that, you walk away. Yeah. Next time, you just walk away. Bye. He follows me, yeah. you know, like, yeah, because
0: it's t- I know, and it's like <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> let's get some dessert. Yeah, <laughs> let's get you an eating disorder. Uh. Um, all right, so let's move on to our next question. <laughs> Robin, you said in one episode that you're not married, but domestic partners. Why? Um, we did get married. We got married. We didn't get married legally, but when we did our commitment ceremony, our we called it our very gay non-binding wedding. Um, we did on the the beaches. And the I and, thought you were going to say non-binary. <laughs> wish I had in yeah. the Caribbean um, and 55 of our family were there and it was a wedding that's and nice. I, fe- I didn't feel like I needed to do the paperwork when it came and, and also we get more on our tax returns <laughs>
1: um, Marriage you, you're is, married we're, yeah and it's working out for us tax wise so that's good oh it is Yeah. okay
0: good for you mm-hmm. my um, accountant was kind of like listen like when they're like 18 you know when you would be out of the social security range should something happen to your partner that's mm-hmm. when you guys get married mm-hmm.
1: and I was like fine then yeah I was deathly afraid of getting married in front of people Really? So I think that's why we had to do it. We were both so afraid of the wedding. Oh my so god. I've envisioned a beach wedding since college. Oh no. See, I never dreamed of getting married. None of that. I was always even nervous to like kiss my husband in front of my dad. I don't know why. I never you kissed You never had a husband though, right? I, <laughs> no. But like when I would think about it. Oh, like, I see. I see. And I'd be like, Oh my God, he has to walk me down the aisle. I don't want like all of it just I yeah. don't I didn't want that. That's right. I, I didn't want that either. Blah. Yeah. You know? Um, so we didn't do any of that, obviously. But Also, I was so nervous to proclaim my love for this woman in front of all these people. I We were both. We got drunk before our vows. We wrote our vows. And it actually turned out to be great. But we were so, we didn't get drunk. I mean, (laughs) but like, you know, we eased it a little bit. Apologies to all the drunk people. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I was so afraid of it, which is why I had to do it. Right. Basically. We did it because we felt like we I, that's, needed I, that's to.
0: That's a growing theme, I, and I like that about you. You recognize when you're afraid of something, and mm-hmm. then you make yourself do it. You're scrappy. I, do. I like I that. I do. That's my philosophy as well. Because like, I believe if I'm scared, it means there's something at stake, and mm-hmm. I should be doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. Um, but I'm not scared of being married, which is why I'm going to wait until I get <laughs> up, make more money. Um, okay. Uh, ooh. Are you worried, or do you think your kids might turn out gay?
1: Am I worried? Mm-hmm. uh it's a good question, and I'm going to answer this from my point of view, and my wife might have a different point of view. I don't care whatsoever if they come out gay or straight or non-binary or trans. I don't care. I really, I can say honestly, at this point, whatever they want to be, I'm fine with.
0: I, um, I could say... I mean, I could say that I think that I have a little baggage around this, but only because, I, you know, when I came out, I had a lot of internalized shame. And um, I think there's still some lingering that I think that people would judge me if my kids came out gay. Um, I Like, I have the boyiest boy and the girliest girl. Like, she's already had four boyfriends. And she's like, (laughs) Jonathan loves me. (laughs) Um, So I don't think it's, you know, how you kind of like, even my dad who was not, you know, not real in touch with things was like, yeah, I kind of had a feeling about you. Like, I think, you know, your kids, Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be wrong, but, um, so I don't think that's a thing, but I think if it, if it were, I would obviously love them so unconditionally, but I think I would have some shame. Like, did I do that?
1: Mm. I wouldn't worry that I did that. I would just, my only fear is I don't want them to suffer and I don't want their road to be hard.
0: I haven't really suffered though.
1: Have you? No, but I'm thinking about my boy. And I'm thinking about... Yeah, if, I guess it's harder for boys. If he feels like he's a girl on the inside, then that's going to be hard for him. Yeah, that's, and a, that's a tough vice versa, journey. if yeah. it happened to my daughter, but I just don't think that's happening because she's pretty girly at this point. But, um, but you never know. And I also... My parents had no idea about me because I don't think I come off gay <laughs> unless you see me kissing my You're wife. So It's pretty gay when you kiss your wife. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Now somebody's going to be like, what do you mean come off gay? What does that mean? We have uh, to
0: stop. Like, we have to just assume our audience loves us and knows that we have a good heart. And uh, we, got it. We, can, we, can't, we can't apologize. Uh, There's too much to apologize for in this world. I'm really good at apologizing. You are. Stop it.
1: I do it. Like, it's my... My pet. daughter
0: does that a lot, too. And I'm trying... I just told her today. I said, okay, if you're going to say one bad thing, then you have to say one good thing about yourself.
1: Oh. Listen, Let's try something listen, like that, Listen, I learned early on that I could shut uh, anger down or an argument down just by saying, I'm sorry, oh, I didn't realize. Oh, that's why
0: you apologize.
1: I do, because Ugh. I just like, can, can we not?
0: I'm so argumentative that it's just not I me. don't like
1: to argue. So. But
0: that's, that's why we're a good team. So I like to diffuse it by... Oh uh, my I'll God, just, it's diffusing is not a lesson I, I learned. I diffuse. I wish I did. I'm a good diffuser. I, I, Mary's a great diffuser. I need to work on that. So a lot of things I have to work on. We only have so much time. Okay, do either of you worry about your kids listening to this when they are older? Yes. You do? Yes,
1: I don't. I do. I. I'm not afraid they're going to hear. No, I'm not worried about them hearing about hearing from all these amazing families that we talk to. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the things that just come out of my mouth sometimes about the dynamic of my family or Mm. how I describe my two kids, you know, and the differences between them. Because everything we're airing it all here. Nothing is off limits so far. (laughs) (laughs) We're both sitting here naked, so you know. (laughs)
0: I can't think of anything that I would do less than that.
1: Like, I don't even sit at home naked. Like, okay, Robin's not.
0: I am. <laughs> and then I'm just really uncomfortable. And I keep
1: going, Jamie,
0: fucking put a top on.
1: God damn it. Uh, no. um, No, I do. I am nervous about, God, I hope. I'm not saying anything that could damage them in the future about IRL. Our-
0: <laughs> I worry so much more about damaging them in, in IRL, as the kids say, in real life. <laughs> IRL. Than I, mm. yeah, they, oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of that. the... And I think I'm pretty up on the vernacular. yeah I'm so proud of you for using vernacular, right. Good job.
1: David. I, I use that right a lot. you do. Good job. Oh, um yeah.
0: I'm not worried only because I think I'm very, very honest with my kids. I mean, mm-hmm. and I I don't believe I'm saying anything that I wouldn't talk to them about. Mm-hmm. And I think also, I don't know, I think they understand us that we're performers and that there's a persona.
1: I don't know that yet because mine are so young. I don't know if they're going to understand what I mean. I do. Maybe that's just what I tell myself. But also, <laughs> I am just a perpetual worrier. That's what I do. Like, mm-hmm. that's if there was a job and and that you could make millions of dollars at, I think I'd be like one of the top worriers in the field of worrying. <laughs> I'm so good at worrying.
0: <coughs> PhD. Worrying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Ooh, okay. We're getting some, some heavy hitters here. Uh, okay. Oh, we have a a call in. We have someone who left us a voicemail. Uh, Do you ever worry that your kids will be confused as they get older and want a greater connection to someone who's ultimately just a donor?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Caller. Um, it is something that I have wondered about. It is something that I have worried about and it's the reason why we chose an open donor Yep. As opposed to a non-open donor, so that there is the option of trying to contact them when they're eighteen, um, but that could pan out to nothing, mm-hmm. and this and he could not want anything to do with them, and then yeah, I worry about that. I worry that I worry now more that Rose actually asks questions about daddies mm-hmm. and say she says sometimes I want a daddy, mm-hmm. which. It breaks my heart because I never, before having a child, I never really, honestly, and this is terrible of me, but I never thought it would be even an issue. Yeah. I didn't. I I don't know. I thought having two moms would be just enough. I did, which is so naive of me. Um, I wonder it if it's enough. just they want what everyone has. I, I, it could be. And it could also be that some kids really would connect really well with a dad. Yeah. You know, and and I mean, we have the same thing
0: in that we have chose open donors, but I have the added complication of having separate donors because Mm -hmm. the one was out of the program when we, Henry, listen to episode two if you missed that story. Mm -hmm. Um, And I worry that maybe they both want to meet the donor and one has an Mm -hmm. exceptional experience and then the other one maybe can't find theirs. And it's like, you know, and... I felt like – I felt a responsibility that maybe I ruined that by like selling back the sperm because maybe that would have – but then it's like – then I'd have different children. So it's like these are our kids. I don't worry about them wanting to meet them because it's like to me we're the parents and whatever – if they want to have some relationship – I, I trust that what we're doing is enough and that they love us and they know we love them and that we are building a family. We are a family, I shouldn't say yeah. that. I'm all about that too. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't worry about that so
1: much. We also don't have teenagers yet. Oh yeah. Who yeah. you know the whole dynamics are all right. Yes. I saw that. You movie. know. I mean the dynamic shifts in a family. Like right now we're this great little family of mm-hmm. two moms and two kids, but you know, Kids become teenagers and start really having opinions. and Sure, who knows? I don't know. Start, my kids have opinions now. Well, yeah. But,
0: you know, also I still stand by this. I've said it before and I'll say it again, that during that time when you're alienated or they are alienating themselves from you or however that's rightly said, like that they would find something That is different about you Like maybe we're older Maybe we're chubbier Maybe we're And that they're going to be annoyed with you for it Because they're trying to establish their own identity And they're embarrassed by you a little bit Um, Which, you know, I'm a bad dancer They should be embarrassed by me a little bit You know Are you? No I'm a fairly decent white girl dancer If I, I mean But I don't know Maybe it's just like Maybe I've just fooled myself Like it's like Ellen You know, like it's become my thing And I don't know
1: I, just, I, I really know don't know where you just took that. <laughs>
0: well, like Ellen with her whole dancing thing, I know. and it's like she can't she's, get out of that.
1: She's gotten better with her dance. You have
0: to admit she must want to get out of that. Like she must just be like, sometimes. I no, go I dance. watch
1: it. Sometimes she doesn't dance. She's well because now she's just like, "Fuck you, I'm huge." She, she also has um a I think she has a bad back, so Aww. some there are some episodes where she <laughs>
0: you know a lot about this. It's weird.
1: I love that. i because my I I happen to be home a lot at three p.m. when when it airs, <laughs> and that's my time. Lately, without kids, so oh. what I do is I put on Alan. I have a fun life. <laughs> oh. I'm talking
0: about my dancing. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so I think we answered that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, we have we had another call in message. Uh, so let's let's listen to this one. Hi, this is Morgan, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, I just want to know if any of your kids have asked about their dads. Oh yes. Very good question. Um, no, and the reason why is because we um, talk about it. We we have been talking about it since before it even come up. I I wrote mm-hmm. actually wrote an essay about this called um, I think it was called like Where Is My Daddy? And it was published in on, in HuffPo in the Queer Voices section, and it. It was we got the book because when Maxine was three, she kept walking around being like, she just would walk up to random men on the street and she'd be like, "That's my dad." And, I, and at first, I was like, no, "No, no, it's not." And then it was like she just kept escalating it, and she was like following strange men on the street. And we were like, "Oh, we got to do something about yeah. this." So that's when we bought the book. And and for Henry, his entire life, his, that book has been in existence. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she had to be three when that started. Yeah. So they know, you know, like I, they know they. Don't have a dad. They they don't. You know they have a donor, and that's just been their whole existence.
1: Yeah, I um well I, my my story is pretty similar to yours. Um, I had the benefit of reading your story
0: oh, right you when
1: Rose. Yeah, I think I even like. Oh, I feel like we did. Maybe we talked I about that. Facebook messaged you. Like, oh my god, oh my you god DM'd me. Read, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> DM'd whatever you call it. Um, that's what the kids say. That's IRL. What they say. IRL. Um. I already forgot what that means, but anyway. in real life, I don't know if they actually say IRL. I do. They okay. just write IRL. Okay, I have no. <laughs> anyway, Doesn't matter. It's not so relevant. but I had read your story, and this was about the same time that Rose was starting to say the dad word. Um, And she was about three, two, three. And she, like, we had a moment in the taxi when she was like, He's my dad. And we were like, No, he's the taxi driver. No, he's my dad. No, he's a. Yeah, Maxine was very adamant, too. Yeah. And then Rose was like, He's, oh, he's a pig. We were like, No, 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 he's a dad. (laughs) Don't call him a pig. pig. So, But <laughs> you're like handing him like a $10 tip. Here you go, dude. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even, he didn't, he was not amused by any of it. So, Wait, that, so Jamie, just by
0: the way, they're never amused by us. I'm, like, no. I think sometimes we think our kids are
1: cute, people are amused, but the, the reality is they're not. No, they don't even listen. They're like, shh. <laughs> Yeah. So um. So yeah, I had the benefit of reading your story and I got the same book that you have. And so- Such a good book. Yeah. And so Rose, we've been reading that to Rose since then too. But that's from the Donor
0: Parent Conception Network. And they yes. have like basically donor a book conception. for whatever your situation is, whether it's like a single mom with a donor, a two moms with a donor mm-hmm. with, you know, it's, they have one for everything. It's a great, mm-hmm. it's a great resource. Mm-hmm.
1: One of our listeners also uh, made her own, their family made their own how I was made great idea with like actual pictures of yeah. the real family and that's a great I I still plan on doing that someday. Someday. <laughs> I mean I think the lesson here is just like get in front of it. It's mm-hmm. like I,
0: I I know I know a couple of people who use donor eggs and they are heterosexual couples. Mm-hmm. Um one in particular, uh the daughter's older and like, they're not talking about it. And I live in fear for them mm. for that moment when they're in the hospital and the kid sees some paperwork or something. It's, it's, it reminds me of them. Know? No. Not that I know of anymore. I mean, I'm not as much in touch anymore, yeah. but... I, it's like it reminds me of the modern day the kid finding out they're adopted when they're eighteen,
1: and I think that scars the crap out of kids. Yeah. And I just think get in front of it. Funny story, I There's found funny j- <laughs> it is. I when I was like eight, I was looking through my mom's closet. Oh my god, what did you find? And I found this box with all these papers in it. So I'm going through the papers, and then I saw a paper that said adoption <gasps> certificate. And did you it think had you were my name on it? What? And so I was like. Oh my god! I'm adopted. I, How I old cried. I cried. I think I was eight, maybe. No, I was like eight, eight or nine. And wait, I- are you adopted? I'm dying. The story. No, not- wait. Let me get oh there. God, I just, I so can- I like had a moment. I cried. You know, I I just I had made to a long, modern and I, dance about it. And I yeah, I probably did. Knowing me. And I then I confronted my mom about it later, and she was like, "That's the toy you you adopted. The toy. It's from that monkey toy." <laughs> <laughs> and she still had the paper in a box. <laughs> but I had a moment where I thought, "Oh my God, I've been lied You should write a one-woman to. show about it. You know? I thought I was adopted. I've been lied to. I thought I was adopted for about two hours. I'm just I, saying, and I had emotions over it. So, oh got God, for about two. Hours.
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is, get in front of it. That's that's yeah, my motto. And that I, was traumatizing. I still remember it. Oh my God! And can you imagine, like when you're 13 and you find out? That's just like,
1: no, that's I know. Bad. Yeah. Um okay. <laughs> By the
0: way, I'm just picturing you making your own interpretive dances like of your feelings. I can just see it I all. I did that a lot.
1: I could see it all. <laughs> and
0: songs. Yeah. Mm. I used to just like, like um, you know, put on headphones really loud music and just like um, lip sync. Thing. Like I had a whole, I took a mop and then I put like, like a lip gloss container and taped it on so it was like a microphone. And I had like sets that I would <laughs> oh do my in my God. bedroom. With actual music.
1: Oh, yeah. I would look into the mirror and cry and <laughs> sing a song. <laughs> my mom went to work. <laughs> And she leaves me alone. (laughs) Stop it! Stop it! I'm alone. Like (laughs) you were like you were doing like Broadway in your bedroom. I was lame as in my in the bathroom in the bathroom mirror. (laughs)
0: Holy mother-loving shit, that is funny. Uh, Okay, well, we have just one more question that's an easy one. Um, Do you think you'll ever have grandparents to talk uh, on your show? And that was, uh, we had two people ask that, Lisa from Utah and Mary Beth from Maryland.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a great idea. And to clarify, this is grandparents of kids that were made. Well, not the parents, but grandparents,
0: right? I mean, isn't that that clear (laughs) to you? Not like my grandparents because they're dead.
1: <laughs> well, some people anyway. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think, think so. I think it's a great idea. idea. We and just I, have to find the right wait wait, wait yeah, a good story. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we not think, necessarily a good story, just the right. Well, good people. people I mean, like yeah, good people with yeah. a good <laughs> journey to
0: share. <laughs> Look, I'm a producer. I'm always like, tell me your story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is the, that's true. Um. So I mean, I feel like that's a really great last question because what it does is say, um. If you have stories that mm-hmm. you want us to tell or you think you have a really interesting story or journey that you've come through or come out of, um, email us mm-hmm. at ovariestalk at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. We'll take more listener questions and we'll bank them for when we do the next episode. So. You know, we'd like to hear more from you guys. I mean, we're always like begging to hear more from you. I mean, it's a little sad. do you guys get it yet? We're like a little bit like that friend that's like, did I get invited to the party? I'm coming, right? You guys, you'll
1: come pick me up, right? And then they don't come. Well, who's the one to Stand By Me, the chubby one? What's his name? I
0: don't. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I can't, like, oh, he ended up being so handsome. I know.
1: He's so beautiful. But what was his, We're that? We're him. Yeah, we're him. What was his listen, name? Listen, this is,
0: I don't, I've only seen uh, the movie like once. What? I'm sorry that's like a a thing I'm sorry look listen I was such a loser all through high school that it's just like I don't by me
1: as like elementary school for us no
0: I meant like I don't need to go back and see that Chubby Kid's life like I lived it like nobody invited me to anything like the prom I think I went to the movies (laughs) it's not sad at all and I'm not (laughs) scarred by that at all Jamie there's nothing wrong with that on that note
1: (laughs) that's a happy way to end (laughs)
0: All right, reach out to us on our social channels. If these ovaries could talk on Facebook, uh, ovaries
1: talk on Twitter, ovaries underscore talk, Instagram, and, you know. O- ovaries. T- we said the Gmail one. Yeah, we said it. Okay. I mean, when I say we, I mean you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think this was great. Uh, hit Thanks us up Thanks for your more.
0: questions. This was really fun. Um, we hope that you found it fun as well, <laughs> and we'll say. Eggs, ovaries, ovaries out.
1: out. What was that? <laughs>